Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shithead? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, standing six foot two, 298 pounds from long island new york it's the big beef baby the number one fuck boy johnny g all you gotta do is trust me jackson maine jack this maine it's the high mighty studio joining me is my nearly signed co-host arthur gabris also joining me in the high mighty studios there have been guests before i've been guests on their podcast we have known each other assorted in ways for 15 plus years uh, they're podcast legends, they're acting legends, they're my only friends with six-packs. I'm so pumped to have them on the fucking podcast. I got Ryan Stanger and Eugene Cordero from the Dumbbells! Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's time. It's time. I did that for my brother. I think I told you this before, Stang, but I did that for my brother's wedding because him and his wife were MMA fans. <laughs> and I did a whole Bruce Buffer intro for both of them when I, because I, I was the uh, officiant. Did and I did see? like for my sister-in-law, I was like, standing, five foot nine, weighing, <laughs> there was a, um, there was a, somebody showed it uh, like a, it's like a YouTube video or a, a TikTok or something now of um, Bruce Buffer doing a, a cameo, like one of those cameo things they paid him <laughs> yeah. to uh, of a girl who goes like, "It's time that we take time apart," where she breaks up <laughs> with her boyfriend. Sorry, by... Like her MMA fan boyfriend. That's yeah. fucking. It's awesome. fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's so fucking. Funny. It's, it's so funny. Time for some we were... personal space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so dope. I was like, I was laughing so hard at. I gotta look it up. We were just talking about him on our show because uh, Eugene was telling me about the fights. I didn't. I didn't rent the fights, but we were we were uh, breaking down, you know, Conor McGregor and Chandler. Um, and well, Michael Chandler, he had in the, he was in the card. A, he was in a, the fight yeah, before. He was yeah. an earlier card fight, but that guy's a bruiser. Yeah, he's a. Beast. I think he's like a New Jersey bruiser too, right? Is he Jersey? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm out of touch with MMA. I haven't watched in a long time, but. 
it still yeah. comes up on all a number of text threads that I'm involved with. <laughs> I'm like, oh, where are we where are we getting pay per view tonight? I'm like, I haven't even thought of getting pay per view in like ten years. Are you guys on like group tech cities, man? Like, I, I know Trish is on a bunch, and I'm not. I don't do. I don't think I'm on any. I'm not on any any. People well, don't like, like to talk Action to Boys has one. Like that's like a text thread. Kind yeah, of, but that I mean, we, that's we talk. And like, I mean, I'm on one with Eugene too. I mean, that, but <laughs> right, that's right. it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. But I will say, like, you and Eugene having one is like not exactly a text thread, right? Like, no. you know what I mean? That's just a conversation. I'm, yeah, I'm not on any of the ones that where it's like ten people where right. people yeah, chime yeah, in yeah. and stuff. I'm I have like shit like that with like college roommates, like these six guys I usually go to Vegas with, like. Very rarely used, but like now there's the one that everyone dumps Vegas news or Vegas ideas. Like it's like, oh, I know which five guys. I, I I've mentioned Nick when it's like I have a food or Doughboys. It's like you know you could just that's a I'm forcing a text thread upon them. Oh like, yeah, I guess hey, every once in a while <laughs> you uh, you you join a text thread that's me and Stanger and you, and it's usually something like along let's those, talk fitness yeah. or like what's going yeah. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be somebody deadlifting or something. Yeah, <laughs> I well, There's you a, know yeah. what? I've learned I like require that sort of level of small talk friendship. Like guys, like I mean, I've known Eugene forever. We don't hang out all the time, but every time we do, I enjoy his company. It's like. With the quarantine, that's someone that I just, if I don't seek out yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to Eugene, we won't run into each other. Like that, that whole friend group for me, like you guys, I'm like friends with you guys, but I don't like, and I'm, we're no one's seeing anybody now, but like, if I don't make the effort, I'm not going to hear from a lot of people. And I like, yeah. it took me till like late summer to be like, it's been six months. You missed some of your friends. I like just texted. I think I've talked about this on the pod before, but I just texted Will Hines and I was like, Hey, I see you're playing a lot of PlayStation games. What do you, how do you feel about it? <laughs> and then we just and the next thing you know, he's like, "Can I just call you?" And then I talked to Will Hines on the phone for an hour about PlayStation. Amazing. And yeah. it's like that's a dude who like because our old office was the theater. It'd be like, yeah, bump into so and so after banger. Hey, how's it going, motherfucker? You know, catch up. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh, that yeah. Was... That that green room was like the water cooler. You know, yeah, like, it was like yeah. the only way. And then if you don't have like, I mean, you have a job now, Eugene. So like, you go into work and you're like, no, but. If you don't have that, and then all of a sudden you're removed from any small, and like all of a sudden it's like fuck, and none of these guys are and gals are good enough friends that I would be like comfortable being like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking call Mary Holland up and say, like, yeah, yeah, how the hell you been? She'd be like, Matt, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's also one of those things where it's just like you know, Gabrus, me and you, have, we have known each other for 15 years, and we might not need to like check in because we almost saw each other weekly for 15 years. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or at least 10 of those 15 years. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and that and that's like and that's part of it too and it's like you don't have to do it for like I'm worried if I don't keep in touch with Eugene we're going to grow apart and it's going to be right. a problem for either of us. Because if it does happen, we're both going to be okay. But yeah. and also we'll I be mean, like, you "How did that happen? How <laughs> yeah, did that how even that happen? happen?" We show up at the like the same parties that we always hang out at, and it's like, "Oh, well, look who's here." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me that Gabrus was going to be here. They had a huge falling out. I guess Gabrus sent a strongman video to only Stanger, and Eugene got wind of it. <laughs> had a huge blowout. Huge <laughs> blowout. The only real issue is now it's like 
we're at the age where it's like you blink and like eight years goes by. Yeah. Sure. You know? <laughs> right, like right. you feel like, oh, we're good friends. We're cool. We got it. You know, it's always easy, breezy, hang out whenever that happens. Blink, 19 years goes <laughs> yeah, by. It's like, like, oh, well, you, have, that was- you have two kids and you're on a TV show? Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good to see you, man. <laughs> I'll run into you at Diffold's next party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Shit. Yeah. And dude, this, qu- this quarantine is dude, really- dude making me think more and more about mortality because like when you think about if you think about this as like a year in your life that you lost which is not the way to look at it it's hard not to sometimes though sure and you're like this is one year what if it is only 55 years and i spent one fucking zooming with my family you know what i mean like that's a bar it's two percent of your life (laughs) it's bananas it's bananas to think that yeah we're we're this deep into it and it's just like okay that's been a solid year and change and you know just trying to be on the positive side of that is fucking impossible (laughs) (laughs) and i think because of the current client how it is and how the negative and pessimism and the idea of like the no end in sight the pescatarians, yeah, yeah. all the, the everybody's eating fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the Filipinos. Oh God, forget the pepto, it. You pepto bismo drink. That's all one category, though. <laughs> yeah. Pescatarian. I'm referring yeah. to one person. That's <laughs> Eugene's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't remember Eugene's him. Eugene's cousin yeah, yeah. is Eugene. a pe- oh, he is a pessimistic. He's living the, he's living the quarantine life. <laughs> pessimistic, pessimistic, pescatarian, <laughs> Filipino, Episcopalian. That's actually the pilot that I'm I'm shooting. <laughs> People say it's impenetrable and it's really yeah. specific, but we're gonna find out. <laughs> we're gonna see. It's based in Eagle Rock, so it's like everybody knows. Yeah, it makes kind of works. <laughs> Debuts to a thirty share. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> super. Up against the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, but like all this shit that's piled on, like all this, all this stuff we were just referring to. Like, that's a motivation annihilator. Like, the f- idea oh, yeah. that it's like, when am I going to see people again? Or like, who cares? Life is bleak. Or who cares? There's not like that has really knocked motivation out of and and not just fitness. I know we're talking from a fitness perspective, but it to me, it's like everything. I feel, yeah. sl- I feel so. Sl- and then someone will say something to the effect of like, you know, it's like we're going through like a society-wide trauma. Like, yeah. it's okay if you're not motivated right now. That title you threw out—that was the—that was a like a, a sequel to that uh, to that other one that won all the awards. But um, <laughs> they threw it out. <laughs> they changed the tone, you know. And they're just like, ah, people don't like it as much as the other one. I can't remember what the other one was called, but <laughs> the sequel I- was "Life Is Bleak." <laughs> The um the Italian uh the, Ita- <laughs> <laughs> the Italian guy Life is Beautiful takes place at a concentration camp. Life is bleak takes place at a summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> totally weird movies, totally weird. <laughs> yeah, but you know it didn't quite hit. Took me a full ninety seconds to realize what the fuck you were talking about. And I'm not positive I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> Still. I'm not either. I threw it out there and uh <laughs> We're taking shots. You know, I mean, listen, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Am I right, Huge? Yep, 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 yep. And you take and you take all 100 of them. <laughs> Homie gets a lot of at-bats. Yeah. <laughs> My um, shoulders are killing me. Well, you swung 90 times tonight, bro. <laughs> Eugene just stands under the rim and just rips down rebounds. <laughs> 
I'm just getting my stats, bro. Yeah, you're playing like Papa Shot. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking letting them sail. I got Uh, those uh, Akeem Olajuwon numbers, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How are you guys? Holding up, not like what are you doing wise, but like how is your motivation? Well, that well, I mean, you even talking about it, it's like you have to be triple deep on your motivation to get anywhere over the last year. I feel like it's just like you really got to push hard to get. You really have to push hard to get any kind of motivation. So you know, ultimately, I'm hoping that once we're all out of this, that motivation will be easy because like we'll just be enjoying life more hopefully or it should you know, feel like we're yeah. let out of the crate after a long day like i'm hoping yeah, yeah. Like, i'm hoping i got that fucking dog energy like when you come home and your dog <laughs> cooped up and he's like like open the fucking gates and let me out dog yeah <laughs> you're yeah, hoping to get immediately to the gym like that's so like i can't <laughs> wait as soon as the world opens up man i gotta get right on the fucking exercise bike inside <laughs> you're hoping for human zoomies <laughs> yeah human, human zoomies yeah humies <laughs> humies <laughs> the human zoomies humies if you will um but yeah the motivation. episode as it's also called <laughs> <laughs> the motivation has been tough i mean i you know yeah. um but you know, there's various things that bring it up and bring it down, obviously. And then it's just like new ways of testing it. And then, you know, it's it seems so boring, the mentality of just going like consistency is the key. But, yeah. you know, it kind of is, you know, and like mm-hmm. the more that you have some kind of structure and consistency, that's what's kept me motivated is like, I don't want to lose the consistency. Yeah. And that's like consistency, because after you do it, you feel or because you do it, you feel better, or you feel a certain way, or you see the progress, and you yeah. don't, and you don't want to lose that. But also, you know, like if I lose a couple of days, it easily is more than a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, and you know that like structure is good. You know, it's like when you go from high school to college, and you know, you do whatever you want those first couple of years, and you're like, oh, once I structure stuff, then I can actually do things. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, I can pick when my classes are and, like, live my life the way I want. And, like, once you've established that in as a grown-up where you're like, oh, I got to work out in the morning because I got this shit going on. And it's like, yeah. I have to do it or else it won't happen, and I need it to happen for my mental, physical, all that, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's been my key motivation is just kind of like, well, I just want to have structure so that I feel like there's something, something else. Have Have you adapted your like this in any way? Like for me, and something I learned from your guys' pod, the dumbbells, from guesting on it and, and hearing other episodes. I the thing I need to do in these moments when I lose motivation is lower my own bar for what is considered having done something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, yeah. and that was you guys taught me that early on. And I was like, that's been huge for me when I feel like I haven't, you know, I look back on myself. I'm like, what the fuck? I haven't done, sh- I haven't got out of this chair for like three weeks. Like I, that, that long can go by where all of a sudden it's like, those dumbbells have, I, you know, I keep my dumbbells in the closet and I'm like, I haven't opened the closet and took the dumbbells out in like <laughs> 20 days. And that's like something I could do for 10 minutes a day and be, feel so much better and why so that's what i had to do is like lower the bar to be like you got to walk three miles you got to walk a decent length whether it's one or three miles and you got to do like 10 minutes of dumbbells or stretching or something just you have to do that gabriel just 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 to bring list we we kind of talked it with through with gabriel and it comes up on the show all the time but we diagnose that gabriel being an athlete and being a guy that 
banged weights heavy and hard was would look at a workout as having to you know reach a certain amount of effort and so it's like if he wasn't doing you know heavy barbell squats underneath the barbell you know an hour with warm up and all this stuff and some cardio then it wasn't a good workout and then sometimes that can be time or or equipment especially right now prohibitive yeah you don't so then you just don't do anything you're like well right. if i can't do my real workout i'm not going to do anything like and that so, all or nothing mentality that, yeah. because, yes and yeah. that all so you the might hack be, was I, real quick you might be hearing that and saying that sounds insane you like it makes total logical sense that 10 minutes of walking is better than not doing anything and that i agree i don't know what with my brain was like well if you if you're going to walk 10 minutes, just fucking do nothing. And I like, it's like so easy to do that. And it's like, I don't know. I'm sure there are other people who feel the same way. So Gabrus, you'd be shocked, dude. It comes up all the fucking time. People yeah. may not even realize. And then, so it's like, you just keep putting it off because the fantasy is that you're going to do the next day. You'll have the time and you'll do it. So right, it's just right. like, I don't have it today. Fuck it. I'll skip it tomorrow. I'll do my big, bad gym workout. Uh, and then tomorrow, you know, something comes up, work, family, whatever it is. And then you skip it. And then it, you end up falling way out of sync. And then you're like, oh, shit, now I'm out of shape. I, you know, but whereas if you adjust and where you're at now and where hopefully people can, you know, to glean something from this is, you know, just move, do a little bit. You know, if you have five minutes to exercise, take the five minutes, count it as a workout. And then the next day, hopefully you'll have more time. But if you don't just keep doing what your day awards you yeah. and eventually you'll get back to the hardcore shit. Well, you that's know. the thing. You lower you lower the bar, but you know that when you lower the bar, it's 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 for a short time, and then you get used to it again, and then your your bar starts raising. You know, right. and that I guess that's probably a kind of specific too to a lot of people at like with the ex jock attitude of like, God, I want to be in there fucking training, not just yeah. getting my steps in. Like, I want to be fucking developing, you know, power, acceleration, force production. It's like uh, when you when you're in your head about that. But for guys who are in, or people who are feeling that buckling yourself down to like, just walk a half, uh, walk for a half hour every day, yeah. you eventually that goes like, well, I'm walking for a half hour. I can fucking, I could do like 10 minutes. I can walk yeah. for 20 minutes and do like 10 minutes of pushups. And oh, it's because it, it, it invites self-efficacy. And so then you just, you feel like you can accomplish more. It's like, if you have a messy room. And you don't, you just keep fucking walking by the door and you're like, fuck it, I'm, I'm not even going to go in there. I'm not even going to, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> right. Versus if you just went in there and like picked up two pieces of paper and threw them in the trash, you're like, okay, I can, I can yeah. handle this. I can and do a little you, bit of chip away. And then you have one day where you get most of it done or whatever, you know? Right, right. But the hardest part is just fucking starting. And so if you make the start easy, that's good. And you said ex-jocks, but it could be, it's, you know, you see it in people that like maybe had a big fitness transformation and then fell off. Like that's a normal part of like a, like a, like a exercise lifestyle journey. And that's right. also happening right now a lot with, yeah. you oh, know, because yeah. so many people the, have, uh, if they have the money, have transitioned to Peloton, the rest of the people have transitioned to, you know, prison style workouts or like paying $500 for a barbell and shit. Like, yeah people are scrounging the, the the gym rats are scrounging at least in the cities where the gyms are closed they're not closed in every city which is crazy yeah <laughs> man i i've been struggling though dudes i've been a fucking struggle bunny lately a little struggle bunny Ooh, yeah you like my a little tiny struggle little bunny, bunny going hop hop <laughs> hop hop man like my ears are normally standing up and yeah. you know how some bunny ears are floppy yeah you're looking mine are, droopy bud mine are droopy but they're oh. not i wasn't a droopy bunny my whole life they used to stand up Damn, oh, wow. dog, that makes sense just got you drooping fuck Stro dude with easter coming and you're a droopy fucking drooping. bunny bro 
Drooping big time, dude. If I had an arrow through my head, it'd be for through both my fucking ears. Oh no, dude. Steve Martin. Oof, but um, yeah. familiar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, heard of him. The Somebody Ukulele might not play. Born standing up. Player. Check it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good book, dude. He hates stand up. <laughs> Congratulations, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, so but, uh, you're struggling with motivation str- lately. Yeah, yeah. So it it's it maybe happened initially when the when this all started. You know, it was like I was like like knuckling up for ten days. It was like, all right, ten days lockdown. We'll see what happens in California, and right. we'll go. I from could there. do ten days of kettlebell swings. Like, yeah, and I got kind of switch up. Yeah, yeah, I got kind of everybody I, jumping on the push up contest. Everybody yeah. jumping on them. <laughs> right, right. The twenty yeah, hashtag twenty or whatever. Yeah. Everybody getting on them. Everybody. Uh, so I was doing that stuff and then that started to kind of where I, I would be like in my house working out and just think like, what the fuck am I doing? Like what? Just like on my like floor in my house, just like looking at my kitchen table and shit. It just, it felt all wrong. And so then I kind of like, all right, we're here. We're doing it. You're, you're stuck. Figure it out. You know, I've got the Peloton started incorporating that started working out earlier in the day, you know, building my day around it, adding structure. Eugene was talking about that. You know, where you just make up structure just so you have shit to do and, you know, boxes to check. And then that was great. And then I just kind of got bored of doing the same thing. And that's where I'm at now. And so I, I see it because my workouts are getting later and later into the day for no real good reason. You know, that's when Stanger, you're describing something that is a phenomenon that happens to me too. When I'm doing well, you know, getting my movements in, I can tell when I'm slipping. Or when also on the other end, on the other end of the bell curve, when I'm getting better is when I'm like, it's 540 and maybe (laughs) I already had a drink or I already took a hit or something like that. And it's like, you got to do 20 minutes of like (laughs) plank, pushups, squats, stretching. You just got go in the office and go for 20, like shut the door. And that's when I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm coming back. I'm But, and then on your way out, then you're cruising and you're, you got that, you're getting your hour in, you're doing your shit. And then. As you start to lose that steam, it's like it's four thirty. It's like fuck it, I gotta do it now. I, I, it's like, I'm it's dark I'm out s- now. <laughs> I'm yeah. sticking to it, but it feels like a car that's like careening out of control, and I'm just like holding onto the wheel, like I'm I'm barely like keeping it on the road. Like fuck, if I like take my hands off, I'm like off, and then not working out for fifteen days or something. Right, right, you know? yeah. And what and what are you doing for yourself? Do you have do you play any psychological games? When you said like move it earlier. What what is that in reference to? Like earlier in the day, that was just setting an arbitrary cutoff time to where it's just like fucking. It's ten o'clock. It, that's when inspiration is going to hit you. Do it, whether I feel it or not. And then that that weirdly does work. Like you do it, and then you get in a routine with that. And then you, if you, if like you're kind of like your workout is your big thing for the day. Um, you know, so you don't have work stuff going on, and you put it off. You never really feel like you have a day because it's like you always have that albatross around work your out neck. Later. Yeah, like <laughs> later on, I still got to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like three p.m. and I'm like, my day hasn't started yet. I, you know, I, <laughs> right. I'm doing, I'm handling my responsibilities as like a dad and a husband, or, or you know, all that shit. It's not like I'm in, in my sweats, but it's just like, man, if I had just, I had time. If I had just done it earlier, I'd feel better. I would feel more present in what I'm doing, and the workout would have been better. Yeah. But I'm just because because I, it's it's just because I'm bored with what it is. I'm doing a lot Goblet of the same squats. shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm bored with it. I'm just using the same equipment. I'm not really pushing myself, and so I'm bored. And so then I'm just putting it off. And I'm I, I'm sticking to it, but it's it doesn't feel fun or inspiring. It feels like I'm just doing it to keep the car on the road, basically. 
And that's so that's where I'm at right now. And I I, I don't know. I mean, it maybe feels we, like hotel, right? Like where you're like, all right, well, I'll just do this workout for five days and I'll like keep myself sane. And then yeah, instead maintenance. it's like now I'm on day three hundred and forty of like yeah, yeah, maintenance. Yeah. 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 Hotel, motel, holiday inn, you know. Has the change because we're all we're all gym guys. I and I know some people have more equipment. By the way, that's uh, that's zero for five for Stanger. As far as that, he's hey, still trying, swinging and missing. I'm just trying to keep uh, keep him. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm letting everybody know how many he's missing today, bro. Well, it's more that I don't know if it's a miss or not, but I know Stanger so well that I didn't fully hear what it was, and I'm like, <laughs> the, the worst thing I could do is ask him what was that. <laughs> like, is that that's yeah, where we yeah. get into trouble? Is like, wait, oh, let's stop down and repeat ourselves. And even Stanger's like, let's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't ask. I don't ask him. I just mark. I just check the box. Somebody could be at a zoo right now and like a chimpanzee heard that shit and they loved it. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And that's, hey, that's what we I'm don't saying. know. You but know. they would have to be at Someone's a, walking at around a... the zoo playing fucking high and mighty on a Bluetooth yeah. jam box. <laughs> but hey, they'd have a to zookeeper? be doing it in like Oklahoma or Arizona or something. Could they be a zookeeper, be babe. Yeah. Could they, be a zookeeper. They ain't working. They ain't working. Come on, babe. No. Come on, baby. It's a zookeeper, baby. babe. They ain't working. They ain't working. It's just a zookeeper, baby. Baby. Nothing to worry about. It's just a zookeeper, baby. God. Lord. Go. Ooh, you know what time it is. I'm sitting here in just a pair of Mac Weldons recording a Mac Weldon ad. I'm lying. I'm actually not wearing, I am wearing Mac Weldon underwear, but I'm wearing Mac Weldon sweatpants over it because it is quote unquote chilly in Los Angeles. That's right. It has dipped to 59 or whatever we call cold here, but. I'm in my Mack Weldon sweats, and they're comfortable. And not that anyone could see them because we're all on Zoom these days, but they look like formal pants. You've heard me say this before. They're my go-to airplane pants because they look like I'm just wearing uh, nice-fitting blue slacks, but really, I have sweats on. Thank you, Mack Weldon. I'm also wearing Mack Weldon socks <laughs> and underwear, so I get it. They also have shirts, hoodies, polos, active shorts. They have, they're very comfortable. I have a weird body, and they fit me well. They also have a totally free loyalty program where level one gets you free shipping for white life. This is called Weldon Blue. And once you reach level two, and that's all you get there by just spending $200, Mac Weldon gives you 20% off every order for the rest of the year. And they have the first pair guarantee. If you, if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. I'm loving my Mac Weldon's and you will too. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash high and enter promo code high, H-I-G-H. That's 20% off your first order. Go to MacWeldon.com slash high, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com slash H-I-G-H. Enter promo code high for 20% off your first order. Do it for me. I, I find moving earlier for me helps because, again, if with not a lot going on, it's easy to let the day waste. But it's like you feel and, and this is, again, I'm, I'm speaking from my mental, like from my standpoint, it feels like, OK, well, now I'm allowed to kind of waste the day. At least at least I worked out. And it's like yeah. I was going to fucking blow it refreshing Twitter anyway. Might as well do. <laughs> 90 minutes of workout and then blow the rest of the day refreshing Twitter. But you know what's going to end up happening is if you do get a little bit of that workout in earlier in the day, you feel like you don't want to waste it for right. a little bit. 
You know, right, you like, that's so, what it so, is. So you're not gonna necessarily blow through Twitter quite yet. You're gonna like make a decent meal. You can do you're something productive. Like, you know, you're gonna take a shower. You, <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna like, shower. It, it, I know that's minor, but I can I've I've battling with anxiety and depression. I can feel like, hey, have I not showered in two days? Oh, that's because sure. you haven't exercised or gone outside or gotten dirty in any way, and you're like, Oh, I need to like just remind myself what being a human is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oof. Bro. Gabriel, so what's happened? Lord God. <laughs> God. Gabriel, what, what's going on with you right now? Uh, I, I was what, on so a, what, what were you at with workout stuff? I should say I was, more specifically. I was doing great early on in quarantine. I think the last time I spoke to you guys was on like a two-part dumbbells thing. But I was that was when I was on my yeah. just longevity. I wanted to talk to get right. hear more about right. that shit. But I... I was out of the game for, I would say, like two months of like getting a workout in once or twice a week, but bad and like, you know, the low bar, but still only hitting the low bar once or twice a week. Still better than shit in the past. But in the last, like a couple of weeks ago, some friends of mine, uh, some rugby guys and, and their friends who I don't really know, they do this thing that they, I think maybe one of the dudes created back in the day or they know the guy who created it. It's, it's called move together m-o-o-v-e together.com and it's fantasy fitness more or less like you sign up with your team of eight and workouts are all assigned points and then it's honor system and you're like i walked three miles and did 10 push-ups and it's like oh that's you know 11 points and you have 11 points and then your team goes head to head against another team of eight and you and the the, the real psych trick here that works for a guy like me is if everyone on the team gets 10 points in one day the team gets a bonus of 50 mm. points and so it's inspiring to just be like i have to at least get to 10 points which is walking two and a half miles or about 35 minutes of weights or all depending on all the different workouts because they're like just arbitrary like or maybe not arbitrary i shouldn't say that about the people who designed it but there's some to, seems arbitrary to me point system where it's they have like, some you know, kind of algorithm they have some that, kind right. of algorithm and so and then having t talking of text threads now i'm on this text thread with eight dudes two of which are friends of mine five of which are strangers and it's like hey good work gamers six mile walk today 21 points fucking hell yeah dude or hey just a reminder west coast people five est is the cutoff get your fucking workout and it's like you don't want to be the guy that blows yeah. the bonus. And then yeah. it's gamified accountability. Yeah. It and it's activated uh athlete practice training brain of like, I can't let the team down, bro. I yeah. just gotta make yeah. sure I show up and and be and because it's built in that the bar is low, like what we're talking about, where it's like two and a half miles and ten minutes. You got of no stretch. excuse. You got no excuse, exactly. And it's just like, I have to do this every Monday through Friday. And I'm on week two of it now, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Like, it's just, and th some of these guys are a little crazy, you know? It's like guys on my team will be like, 20 mile bike ride, two hours of yard work, 10 minutes of lifting weight, you know, like, because they're all just jo guys with property, I guess. Yeah. People, yeah. Who live, yeah. people have homes. And I'm just like, I'm just so pumped to be like, oh, I can't believe so and so on the other team did so many pull ups. They got fucking craziest points. That, that's got to be bullshit. Like, and it's been a very fun, and even just, I know it's dumb and, and, and you talk about it all the time, but like training partners or someone you go to the gym with is such a, for like people who lift weights, that's a very helpful 
thing for someone. Because then you get like double the ambition. You get to like, if Eugene's not feeling it one day, Stanger might talk you in. If Stanger's not feeling it, it's like, well, I'm not gonna let Eugene go by himself and I'll just tough it out. And they do studies on it. It, It's it's proven. Like it is if you train, if you have a workout partner, you do you do work out more consistently and harder. Yeah. Proven. Proven. And then you lose that in the quarantine, and then this yeah. kind of activates it slightly where it's like, hey, we're all supposed to work out today. Like, oh, hey, like today, one of our dudes on my team rode like thir- a 31-mile bike ride, P- Peloton ride today or something crazy like that. Jeez. And I was like, you're a sick fuck, but thanks for the points, dude. Like, yeah. On the and it's ton? Like, yeah. 31 on the ton? Well, yeah, these I guys are that. fucking weird. I think the first season was all Peloton-based and Google Doc-based, where it was like f- an email list of friends where it's like, yeah. All right, you get X amount of points per mileage or workout that you do on Peloton, and everyone's got. And then that was, I guess, arguably, you know, hard to get that many people to do. And then when they opened it up with all these other workouts, it's been right. so ten minutes of stretching and a two and a half mile walk gets you to ten points. And I'm like, if I do that every day, I'm happy. And, but of course, because it's me, now I do it, and then I'm like, well, the dumbbells are fucking here. I can get forty. I can, if I get thirty minutes in here, I can throw another fucking eight points on top. And you just well, like, right. yeah. Can anybody and, yeah. access this moved um move? I think they they do it seasonally. So I feel okay. like they'll announce a new season soon, but I think you can like sign up on the website. And I think anybody can do it. It's movetogether.com, like M O O V E. But it's it's it, it just ended up being something like my buddy, my rugby buddy is the one who talked me into it. He's like it is just you don't want to let your mate he's Australian, so he's like you don't want to let the mates down and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that is like an energy I yeah. need." Is like to feel like I'm part of a team because it's well, like it's so funny when you like think about all of like the prior to this you know stay at home stuff and the quarantine stuff like anytime people are like oh I'm on an online fitness community you're like you don't need that because yeah. you're so used to just even just even if you don't have a workout partner but you go to a gym you at least yeah. see some of the people that you see all the time or people that you don't know but you're just seeing other people work out and just seeing looking around you get motivated you even, know, there's even motivation having, in the ambiance. Yes. The ambience. I was just about to say, even having the gym is motivation where it's like, the only thing I do at the gym is work out. You know what I mean? Here at yeah. home, when I have to work out, is also where my wife is and my dog and a computer and video games and weed and all this fun shit that it's like you're fighting against. For us gym rat guys, it's like, go to the gym and I work out and I leave the gym and I don't worry. I don't have to worry about it. So losing that, right. you lose that motivation. And like, then you start to think like, how do I how do I replicate that? And online seems to be working for a lot of people. Yeah, or it has to work. You know, and, ha- yeah, they don't have a choice. Only, yeah, it's the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. This this Australian buddy does he live in the United States now? Yeah, yeah, he's in. Uh, and he said, "Mates, just say just say buddy, just say friends now." <laughs> I know you're in the states. Yeah. He's it's, the most patriotic American the- dude I've ever met, and he's also <laughs> I've known him. He we've been friends forever. He's I've known him for like 12 years and the dude has accent has never improved. And his wife is like, <laughs> his wife is like from Wisconsin and she's always like, nobody understands you. And then his Australian friends to come and visit and they are more understandable than him. And you realize, Oh, you're like <laughs> oh, in Australia. Your accent is fucked up. <laughs> like you have like the redneck Australian accent. That's why you're so hard to understand here. <laughs> Sorry, this Paul, uh, Paul Young, former guest of the podcast. Check out the rugby episode. <laughs> uh, this uh, this friend of ours, like a family friend of ours, she moved away to Australia, uh, married a guy, and moved away to Australia, and then moved back. And she was there for like ten years, 
and no real accent. She's she's like mine and Nancy's age. No real accent. But uh, I was asking her about how it was over there. And I said, where were you living? And she's like, well, we started off in Sydney. And then by the end, we moved to Melbourne. And I was like, Melbourne? And she's like, yeah, Melbourne. And I was like, oh, it's it's Melbourne. But she's saying it with like the, oh, lived in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. But she's Brisbane. like, that was like the one thing she nailed with the accent. So I was like, oh, it rattled me a little bit. But, <laughs> Brisbane. Because uh, we figured it out. But that makes sense for proper nouns because other people around you are saying Melbourne. So you're just like, right. oh, that's yeah. the word. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Right. And it's, it's that coming back and having like vernacular is one thing, but having accent is when it gets crazy. It's when you're yeah. like, all right, yeah. Madonna, what the fuck is this shit? Right. <laughs> but yeah, obviously oh, it's, it's Houston. Lift, it's, <laughs> but it's definitely Houston Street because everybody calls it Houston. It's not Houston, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just is. Houston. You don't have to live. Ha- you don't have to have lived in New York to call it Houston Street. Yeah, you just got to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not Sapolvita. Oh right. Oh, uh, Sapolvita. La Cienega was the one that like destroyed me when I first moved here. Sepulveda. <laughs> yeah, Sepulveda is definitely how I called what I called Sepulveda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sepulveda. Yeah. Sepulveda. Wilshire. Wilshire. Sepulveda. Uh, uh-huh. La Cia, what? I don't know. I'm afraid to say that out loud. <laughs> I thought I got in trouble for saying that on Wild and Out. <laughs> People are saying, that, I mean, there's not the difference between Los Feliz and Los Feliz. People are still on the cusp on it. Yeah, yeah man. If uh, For those of you that don't know the regional specifics that we're referencing, get a fucking map. Nice. <laughs> the rest of the podcast is going to be all LA specifics. <laughs> yeah. We're talking pronunciation, street names, <laughs> townships, get punk, freeways, <laughs> Burbank. Uh, so doing that, doing working out early in the day helps me to, uh, for the, a few of the reasons we said, if I let it, if I let anything else get in the way of it, it runs the risk of like, I'm a child. I run the risk of being like, I'm distracted by this thing now. No way I get around. Or I go, I'll work out. Right, I'll work out after lunch. I'll work. Well, I'll wait. I'm going to have a coffee. Oh, I'll walk and get a coffee. And I'll, have, I'll work out when I get back with the coffee. And then next thing you know, it's like, all right, I'll smoke one joint, eat five shrimp, and then I'll start. With. It's like, all right, now just fucking. <laughs> but don't you realize, too, does, isn't it weird that at the beginning of the day, it's a motivator, but. Like the 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 later you push it, then it becomes a chore that you hate. Yeah, yeah, it's dude, crazy. that's it. Well put, and you know. I, well put. And I don't want to be that guy, but like getting that extra, getting that fitness, or even if it like, I feel uncomfortable calling walking two and a half miles fitness, but I am at the stage where that counts as like that's going to keep me alive more than you know than I'm not do- than doing nothing. The exercise yeah. you're not doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So like. Doing that in the morning, I you make I feel like I make better decisions the rest of the day too. It's kind yeah. of like getting up and doing the thing that makes you like now my day yeah. is and you're like you said, I'm less likely to fucking fuck around because it's like, well, I worked out today. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna make healthier food choices. I'm gonna like it really yeah. for me kicks gets the gear in motion. Like gets like the 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 quote unquote shitty workout you're doing is always better than the amazing workout you're not doing. Right, right. I I dig this thing for you, Gabrus, this moved uh, together because I think you have a tendency sometimes to, uh, to, to, to talk your way out of it or plan your way out of it, you know, where it's just like, 
all right, I'm going to design this workout and I'm going to work it. You know, Bro, like you're in there like you're describing the something that happens with fitness and my career. Like yeah. you're describing like I'm like, this is kind of an idea I'm thinking of doing next. I'm working on that. And it's just like, yeah, yeah Gavis, you talked to me about this four years ago. You have not moved on it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like thinking of getting into surfing, thinking of getting like it's like I love to talk about shit. And well, and the planning and all that stuff is good as long as you're doing something while you're doing right. that. Like, you know, so that's why this thing is cool. It's like just this home base that you got. So you're up, you're moving, you're doing shit. And all the while you could be, you know, conspiring and planning your, your XPT workout or whatever it right, is. Right. And then you can, when you're ready for that, it slides right in and you've, you know, you've done this, you know, you've done all the, the fucking, you know, maintenance exercise movement right. stuff going into yeah, it. DC Pearson one time said is like, uh, you know, planning and talking about doing something is also sometimes a form of procrastination that scratches the itch of getting shit done. Like writing out a good, yeah. pro making a to-do list is like, oh, that feels good. I got that done. It's like then not doing anything on it is like, well, that was dumb, <laughs> but I feel good that I wrote it all down. There's yeah. something about you can trick yourself into thinking coming up with the workout program was productive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. searching for program, coming up with workout ideas, Googling kettlebell exercises. Yeah. You can like trick. I'm still doing research. Yeah. I'm almost <laughs> ready to kick off my walking 2.5 miles. I'm just looking into like. Wire cutter, best walking shoes. It's <laughs> like get the, get fucking get out there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Eugene, tell them about this. The, what you've been doing lately? Oh, so um, I think when you came on the pod too, uh, on on the dumbbells uh, when we were talking about longevity, I had um, I had jumped on the Peloton train and all that stuff, and that and that got me into. That I think did the same thing that I've been looking for for a while that that you just got into, Gabrus, which is kind of having some kind of accountability within a community, you know. Yeah. And I thought that that was awesome. So then I started liking it, but you know, again, I was just like, oh, I think it's more, you know, uh, m more than the bike itself. I think more of the community I like because I would like try to do the other workouts that weren't necessarily on the bike, and I thought that those were fine, but it didn't have that leaderboard thing going on even though it didn't matter if i was beating anybody but the fact that other people were there other people were doing it there is something about like you feel the energy even if it is digital that it's like yes. uh, like 20 you know 200 people are in their houses busting their ass right now i can right. keep this up yeah or they 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 just did it or it's within the week of it or something right, like right, that right. um so um so and it, it's i i just felt like i I, I was starting to push myself within the Peloton thing by doing like the cycling workouts, the like power zone ones. Mm -hmm. And are those then, like considered like the difficult ones or that what, what, what I don't know anything it, about the Peloton. It's, so. it's like more of like the cyclists teach. Them. Oh, so it's, it's like, like not, it's not for, this is for people who, when they're not doing Peloton, they are road biking or racing they're trying or to triathletes be, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, so those are those, they got zones. They're training. Yeah. They're, in they're training in different zones and trying to stay consistent. Bone in the zone. zone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get, you know, consistent in, in various bone zones, you know, pop the like, seat off. Welcome to the bone zone. <laughs> <laughs> there's seven bone zones with no seat. And then, um, and then there's like, and six you're still bone standing zones. after that girl. Yeah. Well, you're kind of popping up and down on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Given. Yeah, it's going from second to third position. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, so then 
I just uh, and I just wanted to move weights around again, you know. So um, I got into. Have you heard of um of street parking? Those people. Oh, it's Miranda Alvarez and Julian Alvarez. Now they were like, know it is. okay, so the, so Miranda Alvarez. I forgot what her old. <laughs> I love the oh, but being wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh no, then I no, I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember. Well, I was her. like, oh, I definitely think I know what you're talking about. It's like, and it's people's names you would know, and I'm like, oh no, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking it's like, I'm thinking it's like, I'm thinking in my head. I think I was thinking of the barbarians. You know those guys, like uh, yes, like the yeah. park workout uh, stunt guys. <laughs> yeah, right. The black dudes yeah. who do like a million different types of cool ass pull ups. Shit. Yeah, That's where they're doing typewriter pull ups and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or walking up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. You know, on That's my yeah. favorite. That one always looks so cool. The way that's like such yeah. core control too, when they do that shit. It's insane. Uh, but this was uh, it's this couple. Um, Miranda, I think they were both in the CrossFit games for a while and all that stuff. Um, and they were on like the no, the NorCal teams and all that stuff. Anyways, they basically created an online community that's, it's basically CrossFit esque where you're doing this programming from home. Oh, and, cool. um, and, uh, it's just a community where you log into like Wattify, just like if you were at, you know. Um, South Brooklyn or whatever, and you like log yeah, into yeah. Wattify and put your 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 numbers in, but you don't look at the whiteboard. You just put your numbers in, and you know that other people are doing it. Even just having someone picking programming is like yes. inspiring oh, in a God. way. It's because so nice. That's where I'm at too. Where it's like, all right, yeah, I'll do some push ups. Okay, I'll, I'll do a plank. I'll do some sit ups. It's like then I'll even be like, all right, this time around, let's do like ten deadlifts, ten press. Uh, you know, three three rounds or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Just having someone else pick that or, you know, and, it's, it's it's so great to be back into that kind of thing. And the crazy thing is, is it's just like, you know, the CrossFit kind of mentality where the workouts or the AMRAPs are like 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes, maybe 12 minutes. Right. 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 Um, but I, I like guess a couple of strength, getting... like a couple of home compound movements and then like a Metcon burner well, thing at the end. Usually Eugene was telling me that it's tiered. It's based yeah. on you can kind of pick which one you want a, uh, based on the equipment. you. Have. There's a bunch of programming where it's just like a programming based on if you only have dumbbells to do program A. If you have a barbell, then you do program B. If you have a lot of stuff, like if you have an airdyne bike and stuff, then you can do program C. Oh, or use cool. a sandbag or something like that. So and then they probably you... have like subs for every, like, I don't have yeah. a jump rope. They're like, try, the, yeah. uh, run 100 or if meters. You don't want, do if you don't want to do, yeah. If you don't, yeah, uh, dumbbell hopovers or whatever. Or if, yeah, yeah. if you don't have a box to jump jump on, then do you, can you do hopovers over a bench or over something else? Or right, right. if you can't over do triangle. wall walks or you can't do handstand walks, then like just do pikes or, you know, like it, there's, yeah. or like shoulder tap push ups. It's like, and there's no, it, there, nowhere does it feel like you're shamed for doing any kind. You know how like within the CrossFit world, it's just like it feels shameful to to um to do anything not RX. You know, right? To scale always feels to a little scale. weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is all. It, it, the whole website is just scaling, so right. it makes it feel real. And then there's also um, mamas. Uh, it says mama um like uh, a scaling so like because it's because Miranda had a kid and had like you know so then 
It's just about being a mom and being able to still do these workouts and blah, blah, blah. So oh, that's cool. It's just very kind of um, focused on. Or the other moving. one's called Not the Mama? Not the Mama. Yeah, yeah. So it's all baby dinosaur workouts. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, just I, every but, time dinosaurs come up, I like to just let everyone who's listening know that the season finale of that show, a meteor came and wiped out everybody on the show. <laughs> kind of a bleak fucking ending to a puppet sitcom. Is that a news story about a meteor? an asteroid that kills every main every character on the show it's including wild a it's a prime time include, fucking puppet sitcom. including a baby <laughs> yeah including a baby a lead baby of yeah. a show i mean we all knew the score for the dinosaurs yeah, yeah, i yeah. mean what you yeah. know what did we expect yeah. even if they didn't show it we knew what was going to yeah. happen eventually yeah, it's like it's like watching any <laughs> army movie right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah so then it's you know it's it's but there the Strength elements like any kind of like um, us like uh, Oli lifting or like fucking um, power lifting or uh, it's all considered accessories. So you can do it or you can't do it, but you just want to do the Metcon. It's oh, like cool. the twenty minutes because that's probably that's so, the itch that a lot of people need scratched more yeah. than anything else. Is like just tell and, me how many push ups, sit ups, and yes. chin ups yeah, and burpees yeah. to do or whatever. Yeah, and then I'll go cool. for my two hundred meter run and come back and do my you know try to do it within that minute so I don't have to go on another run before I finish my hundred burpees. You know, yeah. So you're yeah. just trying to fly through them so that you don't have to go for another run and it feels the same you know i love those i miss that's the one thing i miss about crossfit is someone else doing the programming and parts yes. and also the weird like gamified ones where you're like yes uh maybe i'll just eat this round and do blank and like you know take the punishment yeah. i love those kind of like it keeps keeps it interesting it gives you like activates your problem solving brain too and they also and they, and they do give you tips so it feels like if you like you know, when you went to the gym and you weren't there in the first two classes, but you were there for the third and the yeah. guys are still stretching afterwards and they're like, you know what you do they're like, on that do last. Not, yeah. Do not yeah. do the first run hard. It's like way yeah. too long. Yeah, exactly. Those last two that. deadlifts, don't put it because you have to go right into a clean. So put it down and take your break there. Yeah, exactly. And then do Take that a break last before deadlift the deadlift and, then and do deadlift yeah. into, directly into a clean. Yeah. 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 I love exactly. that shit. It's, uh, and I, it's I love talking about like winning and like how to do things better yes. and efficiency. So it, I I I miss I miss that a little bit. I uh, mutual friend Tiger Greg Tugalescu Greg Tugalescu built a uh, a lifting platform uh, and before yeah. there was eleven <laughs> variants, I went over there and we did some masked uh, working out. And it was like first time I put a bar on my back since like March, and I was like, oh, I missed this. Yeah. It felt so good. It's I just, crazy. I wanna, Wipe my fucking office out and just put a squat rack and shit in here. Am I, I yeah, do it. No, no one's coming over. I might as well just get yeah. a Peloton <laughs> and put it like, I think I've said this on like every pot. I'm like, I'll just get a Peloton, put it right next to me. It's like, that might not be ideal. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it. it's something. And that's it's the something. thing. Like it's, it's really, it's really that programming's really scratching that itch. And I've also not pushed myself as hard as I have been recently. Cause I'm just like, you know, cause then it gives you, it, it gives you the like goal is to get between seven and 10 rounds or something like right, that. And right, I'm like, right, okay. Yeah. What, and then once I pass, you know, once I've realized that all of them, like that I could get right there doing RX and get right there in the middle, I'm like, oh, 
well, then I'm just going to start going harder. Yeah. Like now but, you're like, now I want to do even better. Yeah. yeah. But then, and that's, that's what winning is. And then there's like that RX plus on there now. So I'm like, you know, what is that at? One, right. 155. Right, let's you let's know. fucking rack it up, boys. Let's but let's- <laughs> the, the thing that I've realized I'm doing as an older gentleman is I am spending a good 20 minutes before any of those warming up. Yeah. Like I am doing a full out, like, if the, if the workout is a 12 minute or 15 minute thing, I'm like, well, then I got to, I got to warm up me, for me, at me, least me, me, me. that much time. Me, me, and me, it's me, all, me, me. it's all vocal warm up. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you lean yeah. back to your old musical theater days. <laughs> and just yeah, really- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, uh, I dig. Bouncing I do my voice big, up the back of the room. <laughs> I do a big booty by myself and it's really quick. <laughs> uh, that's I fun. always win. That's fun. Yeah. What? What about you, Stanger? Are you able to like establish any goals for yourself, or is it like you? As long as I've known you, and I know you ha- like you deal with your own shit. As long as I've known you, you've been a guy who's like consistent is key. Like I have, yeah. Rarely, I mean, I think when I when the world was open, you were going to the gyms, averaging six, seven days a week. Not necessarily overtraining yeah. in any way, but getting something in nah. six or seven days, and. And I know you're a gym guy, but you, I do know you have some space at home and you've been doing some upgrades at home. But is there anything you can do to, for yourself of like, I got to maybe I can get up to 100 kettlebell swings unbroken or whatever. But like also uh, physically pushing ourselves as we're older men is not always ideal either. Yeah. So I would say um, I would say the Peloton kind of did that for me. You know, now I need to figure something else out. But that was that would be kind of that breakthrough to where I was I was pushing myself much harder in these hit workouts on the bike than I had been even when I was going to the gym, just because there was, uh, somebody else telling me, yeah, yeah, there was just somebody else telling me what to do really, you know, even beyond just accountability. Like I would, I would do, uh, you know, my version of a, of a hit workout, but I didn't have music pumping. I didn't have somebody giving me a framework for it. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, get your cadence to this speed and try to get this resistance. Well, I'm going to try to be on the high end of both of those. Yeah. And it's coaching. Know, even if it's, it's just like me. having coaching. Yeah. It's like coaching. That's yeah. It's much more, which is eliminated. If you're like, if you're going to the gym by yourself, somebody with a whistle wandering around the field with a whistle <laughs> that's in charge of what I'm doing. Coach. It's like, yeah. For me, the Peloton is great. Cause it's like a whistleman and having the whistleman in my life. It's like, I, staying what the fuck's a whistleman? <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I see what you're, I see what you're saying there. And it's like going by yourself, you work hard, you, you are self-motivating, but an external motivator is sometimes what you need in those. And like a coach, someone, the leaderboard, even just like the target of like, uh, when a workout comes around again, when it's a little more, I mean, you can do this for yourself at the gym, but with Peloton, it's like, Oh, I've done the eleven uh, mile ride before whatever hill ride. I should be able to do better this time and shit. So, you know, at the risk of losing everybody that doesn't have a Peloton, doesn't care about it and never will get one. I'll <laughs> say this. They do. They do have um, like this, this kilojoule, which is your max, like your final output after a ride. And it's just some number based on your the resistance you used and uh, how fast you went. And so that number. So like, say for a 30 minute ride, you know, that you can get 350 on that number. Okay. And yeah. then you can do another 30 minute ride and you can get like 356. And then they'll say like, oh, that's your new record for a 30 minute ride. Uh, so I'll just kind of look at that. Like I just, I compete against myself. Like I'll look at that number 
And as long as like I can tell like a really hard ride where I'm really pushing myself, it falls into like a certain number framework. And then I'll try to beat that or get close to it. Even it's, just it's knowing what, perfect. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like, go ahead. So if for people who without a Peloton, this is where this is why meatheads tell you to like log your training so that yeah. when you look at your 30 minutes, oh, I, I, I did my normal three mile run and it only took me 30 minutes this time. And now, totally. like now, you know, when you go to do it, it's like, I should, I shouldn't get 34 minutes. Like maybe I get 29, 50, but I definitely shouldn't get 34. And that for me, that's that like having those benchmarks, like, yeah. you're yeah. like okay, it's, I did 225 for three sets of five last week. I don't know if I have that juice in me now, but I'm definitely not doing 185. I got to do right, right, right. like you, your like, standard, you know, you, you will sell yourself short. Yeah. 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 It's, it's measure to manage, you know? So it's like, and sometimes if you're just doing a, uh, like a 30 minute cardio session, it can be nebulous. You're like, well, that felt hard. And I did around the same amount of time or the same distance, but it's not, it's not as, um, you know, it's not as screwed down as if you're really like measuring yourself more specifically or precisely. And so say you're not doing something on a, like a, a bike that's, that's giving you all that, like uh, immersive metrics you could use, you can get Fitbits really cheap now. And so say you're doing these outdoor workouts, you know, and they can, they can track your heart rate for a 30 minute uh, exercise session. And you can look at that, you know, to kind of see like, Oh, cool. I was I was in this, Eugene was talking about a zone earlier. Like you can do zones for that. Like I was in this zone and I'll try to push myself. You know, the only, the only downside to that is you can start to, um, uh, you know, be a little bit too competitive with yourself and feel like you didn't get a good workout if you're not hitting that. And so I, you know, my wife, Nancy has an issue with that to where she's like, ah, well, I didn't get close. Like it wasn't as good. And I'm like, nah. It was, you did you showed up, you got on yeah. the bike. Yeah. It's all, it's, yeah. it's, it's all good. Just make sure you're trending in the right direction. You don't always have to, you know, crush your record or hit it. Yeah. You just have to kind you of can't be around PR it. every time. You, like that's yeah, not right. like, yeah. that's not how training works, but like, you yeah, can, you, can, you don't want you, you have that benchmark of like, I, I got three fifty. Ooh, I got three fifty six. Oh, I got three thirty. I can't let that. I, I got to push a little harder than I did for that. Like, like, and you know, like, yeah, oh, or, or you're looking or, at it's like two ninety five. I gotta keep. I gotta fucking bust out for the last quarter to get. Yeah, the, or or good recovery day, you know, and a yeah, couple of right. low ones there, and then I, I'm feeling really strong, and I had a big meal last night, so I come back strong, and you know, get back right. up there. You know, if you keep if you keep trending down, 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 then you may want to like you know re audit and figure out yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, uh, but. J- to, to you like mentioned the Fitbit is a good way to track to zoom it out even one step easier and still in a weird privileged way. But the iPhone health app does track yeah. your there mileage you of a walk. So for me, someone act and now I don't have that even you don't even have to set it. It's just doing it. So you just get back from your walk and you're like, oh, that was three miles. Cool. Now I know. And it's like for me now I know like this is what I've learned. Two point five miles gets me that ten points. The uh, 7-Eleven that has the scratch-off tickets I like is like 1.7 miles from my house. So it's like, <laughs> if go. I do that, I get my three-mile right. walk. I, I, I do my errands on foot. And then you start to learn what is three miles. And it's like, well, I'm feeling good today. I could walk four miles. So, Or like when I was doing running, it'd be like, well, now I'll just go three blocks further this way, then head south and come back. You know, For those of us right. who are working like from on foot in, this, in your neighborhoods or whatever, you could go like, Oh, I, I used to walk from here to 56th Street and back to 23rd. And it's like, I did that 10 times. It's like, well, now I might as well go to 23rd to 61st. And, you know, like, 
Right. You're totally right. Eugene and I call it uh, making an active choice. So if like if you could drive or you could walk and it's one and a half miles, make the active choice if you can. And then you're you're you nailed it. Like if you have some kind of device, take a look at what that distance was and then just start thinking about that distance. And the next thing you know, just by doing your weekly shopping on foot, you know, you're you're walking three miles a day yeah. or three miles every th- every three days or something. That that starts to like make it seem more possible to you. Like you look at that as exercise. Wow, I'm do- you know yeah yeah three miles every other day. Three miles. If someone told you they walked three miles, you would go, "Hey, nice for you." If you yeah, walk, yeah. if you yourself walk three miles, it doesn't feel that crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this yeah. might be ableist. I'm sorry if pe- I know people have very much different issues with walking, and I know some people are unhealthy where three miles is a is a big goal. And I understand all that. So let's even shrink it down to a quarter mile. Like if, sure. if someone was like, I never walked before I walked a quarter mile, you'd go excellent work. If you go, I never walked before. And then you go to do a quarter mile. You'd be surprised by how easy it becomes is I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. It's like three miles sounds like this huge thing where you're like, holy shit, you did that. But once you've walked two and a half miles, 20 times, three miles, it seems like, and like, then yeah well you're speaking from your personal experience i mean that's all you can do i mean yeah. that was your experience with it to, you know right and, and like, so whatever I, that is for you scale it accordingly you know sure yeah and just like the yeah. progressive overload the you know techniques used for power lifting and everything like i did that for half marathon training i had never run more than two miles in a row and then it's like well eventually you gotta run two and a half then eventually yeah. you run three then eventually yeah. you run three and a half yeah. and then if you told me when i first started that forget the 13.1 mile race like that i'm not racing that i'm just surviving that anyway but if you tell me the five weeks leading up to that i run eight miles nine miles 10 miles 10 miles 12 miles then six miles like that's insane to me but once you run six miles seven miles isn't insane and that's like and i don't and i'm assuming people are listening to this going like no shit sesame street or whatever but it is like (laughs) one two three (laughs) Three mile. Doing yeah. 50 push-ups for a lot of people sounds insane. But once you do 40 push-ups, doing 50 seems good. 40 might sound insane to you. Well, guess what? Once you do 30, 40 doesn't. All right. the way down to hey. going, I can't do five hey, push-ups. Babe. I'm like, once you do two, five is doable. And I can't Here's do Here's all I need to yeah. say. Yard by yard, it's hard. But inch by inch, it's a cinch. Ooh, nice. I love it. I, I lo- <laughs> what and- is that from? Uh, some shit yeah. Muppets or something Muppets. I don't know I feel like Some fucking Muppet <laughs> Told me that I feel like it might have been In Body for Life But there was some Fitness or health thing I was into in like The late 90s Early 2000s Possibly Body for Life Which is how I lost A bunch of weight Senior year of high school Was doing that dude's book um, But There's something that we're, About passive exercise And it's something It's like you can up your calorie burns per day, like your basis by just doing like, like you said, like weird extra things. Yeah. But yeah. one of the things I did for a long period of time was every time <laughs> I urinated was stand in a full calf raise for the entire pee yeah. <laughs> and like to get a calf right. workout. And it's like on, on these meathead diets, you're drinking like a gallon of water a day. So you're pissing a lot. And for long periods of time, by the end of the day, you're like, my calves are a little sore. I think I like. <laughs> did some work on them and it's funny it's like if you up your eight your metabolic rate by eight calories a day you know that's a pound in a year yeah yeah <laughs> take it i'll take it's it crazy. all man. i need it all so that's why i like if you see me now when i do my two mile walks i'm just going like 
I'm moving like crazy, whipping my arms around, fr- picking up garbage cans, <laughs> just trying to add as much calories. But I'm just walking, <laughs> keep moving. Got two paint cans, like Vinny, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Tiff's like, good morning, babe. I'm like, oh shit, it's time to wake up. And instead of doing any stretching or anything, I just lay in the bed and whip my arms around. Like, Raise the be- wiggle, metabolic wiggle, rate, wiggle, baby. Wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> Baby, 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 baby. I do try to do a bunch of stretching. Speaking of first thing I get up, a lot more recently too. I think that's been a a motivating factor for me to like getting some good clean breaths in in the morning. You know? Yeah. You doing some big arms overhead stretches to the cockle doodle do? Yeah, a little cockle doodle do there. A little cockle do. Is what I said on my wedding. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. A little cock will do. Trust me. <laughs> now, take this ring and be my wife. <laughs> uh, one for twenty. Stretching, you, you're stretching is a good you're one. You do it first I, thing in the morning, huge. Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous of that. You're yeah, springing I, out of bed. Early call time. Early call time. In. Yeah, that's that's usually what it is. Early call time while I'm about while I'm making my coffee in the morning, just trying to be quiet and not move around so much because these ones are starting to get like you know real sensitive to me working out in the morning. So, okay. you know, these ones I being your children. Uh, yeah, these ones being yeah my children and my, my son wife. and daughter. <laughs> these. These people that I share a home oh, with. Oh, I know them. My roommates. They're the real yeah. ones. The real, the real ones, ones, dog. <laughs> the real ones. <laughs> Much love to my real Quincy ones. Your kids? <laughs> yeah, my real ones. <laughs> real as fuck, those two, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 Fucking real, right? <laughs> yeah, man. They're dead. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Baby, 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 baby. But you know, baby, I'm trying baby, to get baby, these. Baby. I'm on fire. I, I tried to do some kind of like. Peloton or, or like work out in the garage, but any other clanking around is, you know, that's activates it. the babies, activates the babies. And, and last season when we were shooting the show, I was leaving the house at four 30 to go to a gym and work out at five. <laughs> yeah. Every morning. That was a crazy plan. He's going to this. He found this. Co- was it? Uh, it was a, cr- a co- it was a crunch crunch. It was a crunch. crunch that, that was, was five was 24 minutes. 24 hours. Yeah. That was 24 yeah. hours. And I would, Would, that was near the set because you shot out was like a little set. outside LA. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I would I would get up at four. If my call time was six thirty, I'd get up at four, and I'd go there. And 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 my commute was a lot easier. And I'd work out from four thirty to five thirty, shower there, and then be at work. And I did that <laughs> That's every so day. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, That's hard charging. Dude. And then like. Work is always like 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a fucking long day, homie. <laughs> yeah. But then I'd get home and I'd be asleep by like 830. Yeah. But also, if you tried to work out at night after work, you might be too tired from work. Call time, get pushed. Uh, you know, call time gets pushed or uh, sorry, extra scenes added. You shoot late. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Now I'm like too tired. I got it. Or. Then you're up against kids' bedtime where you're like, oh, man, if I fucking work out, I'm not going to say goodnight to Quincy or whatever. It's like, right. if I do this the other way. And it's like, once you realize that, it's fucking manage. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It sounds crazy to even it's me. It's the old like, adage, don't find time, make time. Yeah. 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 Uh, truly, uh, going back to other fucking meatheads I've listened to over the years, Jocko Willink of the Jocko podcast, yeah. ex-Navy SEAL. He's always about like, 
the answer is get after it. I wake up at 3.30 in the morning and I am outside <laughs> rolling jujitsu. And you're like, who is fighting you at 3.30 in the morning? But like, he is like this dude and it's like, he's he not I mean, he wrong. always like, honestly, his yeah. Instagram is always like a picture of his watch and it's like 4.30 a.m. and there's sweat on the ground. Like he's already done yeah, his workout. He loves yeah. that shit. He's like, get, af- get up and get after it. And he's not wrong. It's like, Go to sleep an hour earlier, wake up an hour earlier. And I know it seems crazy in, in our current time. And I, I'm saying myself, I can't do this, but it yeah. is doable. I mean, yeah, I will eventually get to the point where I'm like, I see it coming where I'm like, I think I need to start setting an alarm because now I want to get up at eight, have my coffee, uh, do one re- read through of the news and then be working out by nine. Yeah. Well, now it's like 10 ish, 11 ish. But now I'm feeling like, it's time to lock in even more because if I start it right at nine, I can work out till 10, 10 30 or walk until 10, 10 30. And then I still not fucking up my day. Now I'm like in that phase where I'm like, all right, it's 1130. I got to just do this now. I've been just fucking around, sipping coffee, reading and shit. People yeah. get mired in the specifics of like, it's three thirty AM. It's like, don't worry about that. Just take the spirit of it. So whatever that is for you, take, the, take the spirit of it. And for Eugene, for this time in his life while he was shooting that, it was 4.30 a.m. But, mm-hmm. you know, now it's different. And for you, for people listening at home, it's different. You know, that you have, it doesn't have to be 3.30 for you. Yeah. But right. But you could still, you could still take the spirit of that and then, you know. But what is your three, what is your right. version of 3.30 right. in the morning? Like, Eugene, of my friends, you two are the guys that if they were like, I get up at 4 a.m. to drive to the gym to work out by 5, I'd be like, you two would be the friends that would tell me that, and, and Ben Rogers, who I'm like, you guys are in shape and psycho enough that I believe it. But like <laughs> other people, if uh, like if you talk to a different friend and they said, yeah, I set my alarm for 9 a.m. and I work and I go for a four mile walk every day. For them, that's waking up at 4 a.m. and driving. Right. Like, yes, that's yeah. all. It's all relative. Because and, they're not going to sleep until 2 a.m. or right, whatever. Right, or what, yeah. even whatever. Or there are people who have trouble sleeping or they have sure. to do something in the morning or get the kids on the bus, whatever it might yeah. be. There Could be a vampire. Could be a vampire. Out right. It's like, maybe we're talking p.m. versus a.m. and the count yeah. is pissed. But yeah. that being said, like, also, uh, ask, answer me this, Eugene. When you were doing that, was there a part of you that was like, I feel a little badass. I feel a little like I... I'm uh, I'm fucking dialed in. The fact that I'm doing this and I don't technically have to for whatever reason, I'm right. choosing to and that gives you that confidence like and you can get that if you're the person who needs to set their alarm to walk by 10 a.m. Like you yeah, can feel yeah. like if you never did that before, you start doing that every day, you're like you I, I joke about it all the time. It's like I take like four weeks off drinking and I'm like, I feel like a fucking monk. You know what I mean? Like I exercise Monday through Friday for three weeks in a row. And it's like, you're practically a fucking Navy SEAL, Gabrus. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you can really, it's changes your mindset. And then it's like, well, now I'm the guy that works out every day. Now I'm the guy that gets up at four in the morning. It's easy to do that on the 21st day. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the whole structure and habit thing, you know? And then, and then knowing that that's your habit, you feel badass. Because you're like, oh, my habit is that I get up. Um, and you know, it's something you want to do, and you don't you- miss out on it. And like, that's like a thing that is important in your, to feel whole in life is like, I want to do this thing, and I refuse to miss out on it. Based on my, it's good for me. It helps me. It makes me feel better. I will always do it. Yeah, you know, like there are people we know. People, you, everyone has a friend who's like, oh, I 
shower before I leave the house, no matter what. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, because that's how I feel real. I feel alive. Yeah. It's like for you, Howard Hughes. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. Before I leave every day, I let my fingernails get nice. <laughs> Peanut a jar, <laughs> tissue boxes for shoes. Right. Like whatever your thing is, it's like when you start doing that and you're do- like that activates something. Jocko always talks about is like the beast within and like all that shit. And it's like there is a little something to that of like, I'm now the guy that does 10 pushups. First thing when he gets up in the morning, I wasn't that guy before. This is the new me. That's it's kind of cool. You know, yeah. what is unleash the beast from? Is that like a Taco Bell thing or something? Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> probably. Hey, Eugene, when you were doing that hardcore shit, did you ever respond to uh, an inquiry? Like if somebody said like, hey, man, how you doing, Eugene? Did you ever go, I'm fucking invincible? Did you ever say that? <laughs> um, I mean, I grab say the that back to you. Of their, grab the back I of their neck. I say that to you forehead every day to forehead. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> Eugene would say that to me. I feel fucking invincible, dude. I feel fucking invincible. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, I don't, there, there is like just that that feeling of of moving so early just is and and when it's still kind of cold even in LA or whatever it was just like it was nice well yeah. and you're saying to yourself like and maybe you're not but you can say to yourself this is what like olympiads do this is what Profe- lebron james does this is what yeah. special forces do this is what all different ba- tri- famous triathletes surfers whatever your this thing is this is what gods do yeah i'm a god <laughs> i am a god <laughs> Lord. i like soar into the air <laughs> holy shit <laughs> all because he set his alarm for 6 30 in the morning that's how's easy. eugene this guy got up fucking early for a couple of months and became a god yeah sure. he has well, tattoos good. of wings on his back now <laughs> Carries two gold long pistols strapped to his thighs and says he's out to eliminate evil. <laughs> he's fucking hey, changed, fucking, man. Yeah. Answer one of his riddles and he'll grant a wish for you. You know, I mean, shit. We all win here. Uh, huge. How about Muay Thai? Are, are, are you missing it? Are you getting it in on the bag or, or kata or at home shadow? Like, um, I'm not getting it. It's, it's miserable. And, I, and uh, you are missing it. Cause I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing, Jeet Kune Do at the beginning of 2020 and was loving it. I was getting like three sessions in a week for like a couple of months and I was loving it. And it, it's not something I feel safe doing, even though it was in a park. It's just right. too many dudes and heavy breathing. Yeah. Too I many just, people and heavy breathing. I, I tried to put my bag, like uh, my Muay Thai bag up in my garage here and it shook the fucking house. <laughs> and if you, if you have to tiptoe to the Peloton, I don't think you're yes. allowed to do fucking right. knee strikes all morning at four in the morning. <laughs> I can't even do it mid-afternoon or, or like I'm waking up somebody from a nap or, you know, uh, Trisha's right. coming outside. Yeah, so it's like the it's scene in Kickboxer mess. when JCVD yeah. has to go warn his brother. <laughs> he kicked a wall. Ah, ah. Remember that? Yeah. It's like yeah. dropping the cement down from the ceiling and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Eugene Tom realized- Poe. Bamboo won't wake up his kids, so he's out <laughs> kicking a fucking tree with his shin all kicking night. A tree down. <laughs> I wish, I wish my whole backyard we we had a bunch of bamboo that we needed to knock down. Ah, oh, fuck, dude, that would be a dream come true. Come fucking over, banana just... trees out here. Yeah, <laughs> you're just, just gonna go the kick down kung, the stuff. Kung yeah. fu sticky hands to him. <laughs> <laughs> Love that shit. Uh, I, but I do miss that. I miss. I miss that kind of. You know, I I miss pad work. I miss all of that kind of world. I mean, it's it's rough. Up like a couple of months ago, I have 
I drafted an email that I was going to send to my Sifu, the, the guy who teaches it. I was going to be yeah. like, uh, I was ready to like be like, how much is one-on-one classes? And if he'll do a mask in a f- park, like how much? Like it would be worth it financially for me because it would make me feel good. Yeah. And right as I was about to send that email, I was like, well, they found forty-two new variants, and like eight people I know were like, I got COVID, and all I do is, uh, I went to the eye doctor once. And it's like, oh Jesus, and I'm like, yeah. maybe I don't need Jeet Kune Do right now. Let me put it off. But I, I'm contemplating waiting for a time when i feel safe to be like hey bro if you want to i'll pay you know pay whatever your hourly yeah. rate is let's meet up you bring the pads work me through some stuff if you wear a mask and i wear a mask like i'm, I'm scam I'm, and get the vaccine scam your way into the vaccine yeah man oh scam yeah scene. <laughs> yeah i mean I, I got thrown out of the fucking yukon territory because i showed up there pretend to be first nations canadian like an <laughs> uh, indigenous person and they were like not falling for this you look like a fucking <laughs> greek statue put on, uh, put on old makeup <laughs> oh there the old go. makeup is good. yeah yeah the, random aside one time my brother and his friend when they were like just in like 20 something hired they went into new york city looked up on craigslist hired a professional special effects makeup artist on halloween to spend the day making oh. them into old men and they got these crazy old man costumes like face everything hair they looked so good and they just went out on halloween and they were like we realized early on that people didn't even think we were in costume because it was like dark like so we were just being these creeps on the dance floor like dressed as old men just like dancing with chicks and they'd be like I think this guy actually is 60 and then my, my brother's telling me this story and my mother's there and she goes well tell him the end tell him the end why don't you tell him the end of the story and he's like ugh and, she, and she, my mom's like so I hear him get into the shower what she's upstairs sleeping she's like i fall asleep i wake back up which i think is a couple hours later and the shower is still going so now i'm so scared she hasn't seen my brother yet because he left for the city early in the morning she goes in there because she thinks he's like overdosed or dead or whatever because the water's been running for three hours she whips the curtain open in a panic and there's this naked guy with a fucking old man makeup um, old man mask like half peeled off his face water overflowing out of the bathtub and she's like jesus fucking christ like absolutely terrified <laughs> my brother's like wakes up he's like what oh and he forgets that half of his face is like flapping off wet and shit and she's like because she had she was like oh right you did say you were gonna do that but she never saw him in yeah. the costume or whatever. yeah fucking mrs doubtfire style bro. Oh, she, yeah right like, was oh. it like full old man body makeup like an old man dick and everything too <laughs> no no he luckily had an old man dick that was part of the inspiration Already. behind the costume okay. it was like, finally i'll these, match up <laughs> i got these long balls i gotta figure out a way to work these into a halloween costume <laughs> well i guess my gray pubes make sense now and my voice <laughs> yeah, for the, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why you just said great pubes. Maybe thanks to someone whose nickname is Rob Pubel. <laughs> their pubes would go prematurely gray, <laughs> and their nickname is Rob Pubel. <laughs> That's pretty insane. <laughs> That's some inside inside right there. I mean, only because we Rob and he lets his hair gray now, but he yeah. had diet for TV and stuff. But he was right. like, he went gray when he was like twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, you would see him sometimes. He'd be like, "Holy shit," you know. And then he'd do his TV job, and it would be dark again. But I don't think he cared. It was no, just he like didn't he didn't care. He just did it because yeah. MTV. And 
I talked to Sheer and uh, Rob about that on their uh, Twitch one time because Sheer also wore a hat in every sketch on Human Giant because <laughs> they were in a group with Aziz who's like 19 at the time and they're like in their 30s. And yeah, it's like, right. throw a fucking hat on this guy, dye this guy's hair brown. We can't, we can't have them looking like- It's MTV. Yeah, it's MTV. It's for kids, dude. Wow. 14-year-old girls. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. The worst. Um. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty. I feel motivated, and I hope it's not just I'm using talking about it to be a form of procrastination. No, dude, I think you, you're doing shit. I mean, yeah. that thing that you laid out, that's that's the key now. And then now plan and pro because you love to program and you know and yeah. push yourself and do that fun shit. So that's there for you, too. And in the meantime, now you're you're out and you're moving, and you got some, you've got a great base. Yeah, I buried that in my head when you said, as long as you're doing something while you're doing the planning, and I'm like, oh, I'm so proud I'm doing something. Now begins the planning, and yeah. which I can implement earlier and earlier. If it's like, I, I was doing this like farmer's walk training was what I was like getting really into, and I'm like, I'm going to bring that back hard. Yeah. And now I'm like, Oh, I figure out how to log that. And like while I'm doing at least my two and a half mile walk, I will eventually build my brain back to getting into the bigger shit. Yeah. But and enough. Then you get points. Yeah. And I got more points, bro. Weightlifting hey, is like, yeah, do you love when points? You, when you look at the news, do you look at the news every morning? I look at the news all day, every day. It's a problem. I like I'm I'm I am refreshing Twitter way too frequently. And going do do down rabbit holes of new threads or articles yeah. and shit or do you do queuing up a thing? bunch of fucking yeah, and I think I need to not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a motivation thing that I've realized is always is one of those things that Trish does a little bit and, you know, I don't get mad at her, but she she can feel it because, you know, like she'll look at it right away in the morning and I'm just like, "No, get out. You have to get out of bed." Like it's just like one of those things where as soon as your eyes open, like the use of that thing that bed that rest is gone so get up and do it do right. something yeah. rather yeah. than like because like the longer you stay in there the more it becomes something else like it's no longer a restful place you start getting stressed while you're in this restful place and it's right. like not helpful for you mentally that so you is get, something like, i did uh like a few months ago is i got one of those sunrise alarm clocks and i don't have my phone i don't i try not to bring my phone to bed with me every once in a while when i'm like really stoned and i'm like i'm gonna watch one episode <laughs> of the fucking you know i'm gonna start what, what did i start the other night it's like uh fuck it's a famous war movie uh it's like three hours long it's got every, michael kane john it's not like a bridge oh, yeah. too far bridge yeah. over ridge for Kwai, one of those two or something like that it's like three hours long and i got into bed put noise canceling headphones on high as fuck and turned it on at like 12 30 i'm like <laughs> i'm watching this three-hour movie but that being said eliminating my phone and I don't look at it until I get on the toilet. So I try to wake up and get some water and, and just move a little bit. And then when I get on the toilet, my phone is, I leave it there charging. And then it's like, all uh, right. And my new year's resolution, which I haven't done yet is that's where I do my Duolingo read one article and then fuck around on my phone. But now I'm just like, lately I'm just like Instagram fucking immediate deep dive of, friends kids and sure. uh, thirst traps yeah it's embarrassing <laughs> but enough about me i gotta talk about you guys let's fucking talk about the dumbbells people can find that wherever you get podcasts yeah probably yeah. whatever app you're listening to this on you can open up right now and subscribe to the dumbbells and you don't even have to listen but throw the subscription at least yeah why not 
Uh, fuck it, maybe far. everyone that listens to this already listens to your pod. And if that's the case, tell other people about Dumbbells. Yeah. Where can people find more shit about uh, you guys and the show? Which I mean, I'm a big Dumbbells, fan you know, um, at the Dumbbells on all the social media stuff um, is the easy way to find us. And then you can also then link to the show. And, you know, again, anywhere you find podcasts, you'll find our podcast. Um, yeah. And it's weekly. And, you know, we just talk from a bunch of, you know, a, just a ray of shit. All of this yeah, stuff. We're, we're answering tons of questions right now. So if you've got questions or something more specific or maybe something, you know, in this episode inspired you, come ask us. We'll probably answer it. And then we're just kind of shooting from the hip on nutrition and exercise and motivation and mental health all in a fun way with, uh, you know, fun people. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, listeners, uh, I'll tweet out this episode and tag these guys in that tweet. If you want to reply to that tweet uh, with like any, you know, quick a question that's 140 characters or 280 characters, fire off or fire fire off your advice that you've been using to keep yourself motivated because maybe then other people can come to the thread and look through and get some stuff from what we talked about. And then maybe other people have other shit that works for them. Any moda tips will take any moda tips. Yeah, I, I do the carrot thing a lot where I go like. If you go work out, you can smoke you can weed have a when you come back. You oh. know what I mean? Like oh, you're, weed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, if you get dressed right now, put your headphones in, stand outside, and you're ready to walk far, five miles, you can smoke weed before you walk. Like, that's like how I do it. And it's like, I get high. <laughs> yeah. I listen to an audio book while I walk like six miles and uh, in my fucking minimus. Come home, my feet are hurting, but I feel fucking great. And it's like, you can get a little lost in a stoned walk. Highly recommended for us. Stoners who tend towards laziness upon getting high. <laughs> Pete, Pat Walsh, former guest of the podcast. You guys know Patrick Walsh. He said, yeah. the trick is put on your workout clothes, then get stoned. Or put on your workout clothes when you wake up, and you'll just eventually look down and go, I'm fucking wearing running sneakers and shorts. I could just go outside <laughs> for like 10 minutes. And that's always that's advice that's worked for me a lot, too, is like, wake up. Instead of back into cozy sweats or whatever, it's like put on the fucking spandex. Even if you just drink coffee in your workout clothes, it like you you know, it's like that weird sense memory. You're right. It is a bridge too far. Dick Attenborough <laughs> directed Sean Connery, Ryan O'Neill, Gene Hackman, Michael yes, Caine. Yes, it's got a crazy all-star cast. It's on Netflix. I've never seen it. I'm like, tonight's night I'm watching. It's 1230 <laughs> at night. Wasted. Get in the bed, putting it on. Like, what the fuck was I? I'm going to hold my phone. My battery wouldn't have lasted that long. <laughs> Attenborough, great, great director, but also actor. And people would know him as Hammond from Jurassic Park. Welcome oh, to shit. Jurassic Park. He yes. also did uh, like Gandhi and you know a bunch of right. cool movies and shit. Yeah, that's wild. Oh fuck, yeah. I'm gonna maybe start it tonight now because it's <laughs> 11 p.m. It's a little more reasonable. <laughs> so cool. Good. So uh, uh, check out Stanger Eugene. Check out the dumbbells and watch uh, to co- the show that we were referring to that uh, Eugene's currently working on. I don't think it's like a secret. It's like Mm-mm. Tacoma FD. Check that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Season yeah. three. I don't know when it's season two comes out on um, on HBO Max. I think now in like February. So that's oh, good. nice. And yeah. season one's already on HBO yeah, Max yeah, for everyone yeah. that has it. Um, dope. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, guys. I feel better. Uh, um, I look. I. Love having meathead friends in my 40s. It feels good. I love to talk to people like this, like you, about shit like this. So it feels good that I know another grown-up who read Muscle and Fitness as a kid. It just feels good. <laughs> it just feels good to run into somebody like that out there and, and have them not be an absolute asshole. So Your I tribe. appreciate you guys. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Bye, shitheads!
That was a HeadGum Podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. <laughs> it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, body blow, body blow, body someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. <laughs> it's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. <laughs> yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.